Welcome to Season 3, Episode 3 of Four Seasons and a Funeral, the show where we go back and watch shows that had four good seasons and a holiday fruitcake of a fifth season. Today we're talking about Season 3, Episode 3 of Fringe, The Plateau. My name is Charlie, and joining me today are Nick and David. Hi, I'm Nick. Hi, I'm David. Uh, Told you it was a bad one. What was the placeholder? I honestly don't remember what you said. I think my brain turned off. (laughs) A holiday fruitcake. Oh, that is trash. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't I think of anything. I was just not acknowledge it. <laughs> that, that works as well. <laughs> I was watching my levels or something. I was trying to do something and my brain just was not paying attention to what Charlie was saying. <laughs> for, the first time, for the first time in my life, when I had to search for a negative, David didn't jump into my mind. <laughs> and so That's there was negative. nothing else in there. <laughs> I, I think I used a good amount of the David one, season one. This is the reason I haven't returned to David in a while. <laughs> you guys are mean. Yeah. Um, what have so, you guys been up to? Uh, playing Valheim. Oh my god, it's actually so much fun. <laughs> just, I have not just, been playing Valheim. <laughs> just playing Valheim and then going to work and then playing FF14, as is my <laughs> life currently during pandemic. I saw like a Don't couple lie, of YouTubers. This will be your life without pandemic too. Yes. Yeah, but I could also go see you guys. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing. Uh, no, I saw oh. a couple of YouTubers play Valheim, and I was like, "Oh, this just seems like Rust." And then David got it, and I was like, eh, "It's only twenty bucks. I'll drop twenty bucks on that." And it's actually a lot of fun. That was my uh, entire thought process for why I got it. I'm like, it's twenty yeah. bucks. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Uh, shocked to find out that the studio behind it is the same studio that brought you such hits as Goat Simulator. Oh, nice! Like, <laughs> what that's, was there? That's what you like to hear? What right was there. a lot of games? It's Goat Simulator. They I did don't... Goat Simulator and then Deep Rock Galactic. Yep. Um, oh yeah, I've heard. And then satis- very good satisfactory. <laughs> then satisfactory, and now Valheim. <laughs> So, um, holy shit, devs. <laughs> banger after banger after banger. <laughs> Jesus. It really seems like they might have been working on something like Satisfactory or Deep Rock Galactic. And then somewhere along they were doing engine tests and went, oh, wow, this is a super weird bug. Oh, let's make Goat Simulator. Like, I refuse to believe Goat Simulator was an intended project from start to finish. And I'm willing to bet they were working on in-house engine stuff or some like prototype of a game and thought it was really funny that the goat's head would glitch out like that and then they built a game around it or they made goat simulator made stupid amounts of money and then instead of blowing (laughs) it all decided fuck let's make an actual game i guess made like five dlc for goat simulator all of which are like fairly decent Goat Simulator, Goat Simulator is impressive from those sides of things, but hey, um, good on them. That is insane. That's an insane resume. Um, there's a for, Goat Simulator RPG. There's a Goat Simulator RPG DLC where you can play as a microwave. I like the Goat Simulator MMO DLC. Yeah, that's that's the oh one where God. you your your class is you're a microwave and you're just a microwave with like a ripped body, and one of your attacks is you spit out pizzas. Uh, I remember trying to launch up um, Goat Simulator. I got in like a one of the like um, Steam like sale bundles. I got Goat Simulator. I tried to launch it up on my computer, and it just completely broke my computer. Um, <laughs> and he's hated Coffee Stain ever since. Well, no, I I really like them. I remember playing Goat Simulator on my phone uh, 
but yeah, no, I tried to load it up on my computer, and my computer was like, no, 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 this this game shouldn't exist. Um, <laughs> and that's that's where I stand. It's still downloaded. I could try and open it again, but uh, oh, it did not like it last time. <laughs> but yeah, Valheim's yeah. lots of fun. That's what Dave and I have been up to. Nick, yeah. how's your life in panically hell? I, uh, things are going to be better soon, maybe. Um, but this week's insane, and I've basically just been doing like prep for things. I have, yeah, no, just uh, between um, school TAing stuff, and I'm like doing like I've got like big deadlines for a couple of those things, or I'm like running things for this coming week in it. So I've been doing a bunch of prep on like my TA side, and then I'm also like making a presentation, like a power, like a presentation for a conference that I get to present at in like two weeks' time, which is great because it's super great to know that I get to like present like research that i'm like not particularly pleased of in front of like 200 to like 400 people um and then have questions asked about it and then i get like judged against like four other people for a prize yeah it's i'm super excited about that see this is why i don't try if you you don't try in life you can't be critiqued so so here here was the thing was i i submitted my abstract and i was like this abstract is garbage um I know that this conference is like looking for papers and I will likely just get a poster presentation thing. This is fine. And then I came back and my topic was rare enough that they're like, holy shit, we want you to do a presentation on this. So instead of a three minute poster presentation, (laughs) you get to do a 10 minute presentation and get a question period afterwards. And you get to be one of the main event things. I was like, excuse me, (laughs) this research is garbage. Did you read my abstract? And... (laughs) They're like, your garbage research is one of the best so far that we have. No, I know for a fact it isn't. <laughs> well, best of luck with against. that. I'm also, I'm also in a really weird category. I'm in the brain injuries and COVID-19 category. Not, not, and when I say brain, brain injuries and COVID-19, I mean the and is in the or. Um, because it is not COVID-19 research that involves brain injuries. It's just one or the other. Uh, Interesting. It's such a weird category. Um, but hey, that's, that's what I get to do. Um, well, yeah. hopefully that goes okay. And when you resurface in three weeks, we'll be here. Yeah, well, no. I'll t- I'll, I, I still need to have like a break every once in a while. Um, but hey, I it'll s- be great. Yeah, I About once a week get- around 9 p.m. Yeah, D&D time. <laughs> yeah, we'll have D&D time. I'll probably pop online to like, you know, like hang out Ball. for like 45 minutes to an hour um, every once in a while. But uh, yeah, no, it's going to be insane. And then I get to like start writing a thesis after that because I was supposed to start that back in like January. Um, <laughs> well, let's jump from talking about one smart guy to talking about another smart guy <laughs> in this episode of Fringe. That's my segue. What an amazing segue. Uh, The TV guide reads, Olivia is plagued by visions, semicolon. Secretary Bishop unveils his secret plan to Colonel Broyles, semicolon. The division races against time to halt a series of catastrophic catastrophic events. Wait, that's it? Yep. Yep. That's trash. That is trash. The episode is called The Plateau, but I like to call it Rain Man Goes on a Murder Spree. Hey, there's I, my my favorite thing has had to be plot is literally just red sus. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that is the entire B plot to this episode. This yeah, was, so I thought this was a pretty cool episode. This is a pretty I, fun episode. 
I, I, I like did it. Enjoy it. It, was, it was a good episode. We'll get to the ratings at the end. That's still like yeah. an hour from now, but you know. Yes. Uh, we we start our episode uh, in everyone's least favorite place on Earth, Hoboken, New Jersey. <laughs> oh. <Yay>. And, <laughs> and um, I'm worried right away because there's a sign that says cheap beer and live music. And normally that ends with someone singing closing time off key. <laughs> Which is I I don't think is a story we've told yet. Nope, that is that is a that is a throwback right there. Uh, <laughs> In the before times when you could go to bars. <laughs> David David, do you want to take this one? I'm I'm, I'm tired. <laughs> oh, oh jeez. Okay. Where should I start? What that, that's a good question. Where do you want to start? Let's... You were out for somebody's birthday. I know that much. No, the story oh, for that no, evening starts the story way starts before earlier. that, though. <laughs> so, like, um, it was like a Friday night or some sort of was, like rent. It was a, it was a, it was a Friday night. Yeah, it was, it a, was a day of the week. It was a day of the week. It was like ten or like eleven. We were hanging, like we were just at home. This was back when Nick and I still lived together, and it was him, his uh, girlfriend's birthday. And she was out with some of her roommates, and one of her roommates really didn't like Nick. Oh my <laughs> really god! Doesn't like Nick. Is this so, is this the origin of bad vibes? No, no, uh, bad no. Vibes bad vibes later. was before oh, okay. this. Uh, was it before thought, or after? I thought bad vibes uh, was very anymore. early on. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. I don't know when bad vibes happened. Bad vibes but, is uh, another story. We'll get to eventually. But she didn't like Nick, so Nick wasn't there hanging out, <laughs> and so then. Partway through, some sort something happened, and then did the roommate who didn't like Nick went home. <laughs> so, so, Alex... so, so, so David, important important thing of note of this as well. Um, this was them going out to celebrate her birthday as well. Yes, because her birthday was like a day later or two yes. late, two days later. Yes, your girlfriend's birthday. And so, like, the roommate went home, and then Nick's girlfriend called Nick. It's like, hey, um, the roommate left. So, do you do you and David want to come downtown and hang out? <laughs> and so it was like. Yeah, yeah, sure. So, yeah, we were getting re- we we got ready to go. Um, and it's like, oh, Nick, uh, if we go downtown, I need to stop by the um like ATM to get some cash. And Nick's like, okay, cool. Yeah, this one right down there. We'll just drive there really quickly, and then we'll head downtown. God. And then, oh man, so we go into the parking lot, and like it's there's a drive-through. Covered. There's it's yep. all covered in snow because it's like Canada. Um, and it's, it's December in Canada. It's, and there's a drive-thru, and Nick's pulling the drive-thru, and like, oh, wait, no, just park out front. I'll just step in, and that'll be faster. And Nick's like, okay, cool. And then just turns to go into the driveway. And, like, and I let out just a panicked, ah, as Nick just goes over the curb of the side <laughs> yeah, so that it's, is it's the it's same cool. color because it's all covered in snow. So it's just yeah, like, it's it's the same color, and this curb is sticking out of, like, fucking nowhere. Like, I'm... <laughs> It's literally just it now, a, I'm like, wow. It's a useless curb. It's literally just, like, a, like a half a foot curb that just extends out of the sidewalk to like designate the parking area but there's no point in it and nick because i guess nick's used to driving a bigger car just decides to like go for it over well, yeah, the curb i'm already on it so it's like all right i guess i you go could, past it listen you could have stopped <laughs> i could have but I, I am used to driving a bigger car <laughs> you chose to go over it and it just pull it completely pulls the um what was it a, a the weathering underneath Oh, is this uh, how yeah, you busted like a, your a car up? A weathering thing. Yep. Yeah. This is the, this is how this is how the oh my um, God. the, the left, beamer. Yeah, the left wheel, uh, the left uh, weathering under the uh, 
like the uh, like the, the weather car. protection like the plastic weather luckily there was no like damage to the like any metal parts at least but completely ripped that weather protection off of the car and we just look back and there's just this, this clear like black thing that's like enormous like, that we've left behind and there was a terrible screeching noise and it's just nick and i going well shit that's not good <laughs> so oh. so naturally david went and got money uh, well, yeah, but at least accomplish the goal, at least. <laughs> and then at some point, you guys ended up in a bar that had live music that night. Yes. Yeah, we then went downtown to the bar. <laughs> Already Alex... on, like, a down vibe because of what happened. <laughs> yeah, where my girlfriend had also made sure to mention already, by the way, the music's kind of bad, and I just hadn't mentioned it to David because I wanted David to come. Um <laughs> And, and as it turns out, it was a great call because. But like it was um, like like when someone says like the live music's bad, you 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 think oh okay like they're just not very good like that's fine I'm sure the, I'm sure guitarist will miss some notes drummers off tune yeah like, but hey no the backing band was great um they were doing yes. really good um the vocalist was the most off tune I've ever heard someone like try to sell themselves with yeah that was like all i gotta say is good good on him because like he he played he he stood up there and sung for like two hours hey he um, was he was a good front man just a shame he has not a shred of talent in singing <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, like it it hurt. Um, it was really good business for the bar because, like, David, you got more drunk than you were expecting. Um, I, I literally <laughs> just showed up when this is horrendous and saw that your girlfriend and her, like, her friends were already blasted and they were like, yeah, no, this is horrendous. And I'm like, I gotta start drinking. Because the way you guys always yeah. portrayed it was like the mock puberty voice where it's like, oh, no. Yeah. That's but exactly- then you played a recording for us. <laughs> And it's exactly what that dude sounds like. It like, sounds like it's, he's 12 and he's like going through puberty for the first time. Like he cannot hold a note to save his life. Hey, hey, David, um, if you decide that you want to spend more time editing on this, put in a sample here. No, we or should just cut we, out what I just said. Uh, we, we should we, we, we can mock the story. I feel like we shouldn't actually put his singing. That's a little too. Oh, harsh. no, you we can 100 percent put the singing. You're not highlighting what bar who what band it is yeah we've we've literally we've literally there's there's no way of knowing who this person is i don't even think we know what person this is we don't exactly it was also okay give me a sec i'll see if i can't find it and i'll just play it okay while david's digging that up let's let's we'll actually actually hop back into the episode yeah there's a guy uh just standing on a sidewalk kind of staring and um watching this one woman walk down and they're in they're in New Jersey. She's like checking her watch and stuff. And just when you think like, oh, we're back in normal universe, you're not because she donates some money to the to an Aruba war veteran. Yeah, I was and, like, oh wow, uh, alternate universe has oil in Aruba, I guess. <laughs> and so definitely not in uh, blue universe. But he keeps watching her, and it's kind of creepy. And she's like sniffing flowers. Oh. I think David found it. Uh-oh. It's loading. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, no. I always forget how horrendous it is. And then <laughs> I listen to it, and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, we're not making fun of it for no reason. 
so so yeah, the best part is is like the every new beginning comes. Uh, you're gonna hear us. I don't know. Wait, I don't know if we say our names or if we say okay, anything we'll, incriminating. What? All right, David, come on, you got this. I just want to say at this point, he needs to suck the audio out and insert it somewhere in the episode. Okay, we'll figure this yes. out po- yeah. in post. It'll be there. It's horrible. We promise you. But while this guy watches this woman like sniff some flowers, he's also glancing around. And it's like the stoplight is turned. A dude's drinking some tea. Uh, a bus is pulled over. A truck hits a pothole. And it's like all these little innocuous events. Um, and he then just randomly is like, okay, I'm going to eat this and crosses the street. And points at a car. To points at a car, uh... goes to a mailbox and balances a ballpoint pen right on top of this curved box and gives like a little weird grin and then some stuff happens then starts walking by yeah then he then he starts walking uh he, he looks back sees a bike bike messenger and then starts walking behind the woman and you're like oh god he's just gonna place that pen as a calling card and then like, kidnap this woman <laughs> uh, uh but no um he walks right other by stuff her. happens yeah um, she stops to cross the light, um, and he just walks right by, and then um, nothing <laughs> happens. Yep, yeah. nothing out of the ordinary happens. It's just, just I just I blame the dude drinking tea for like all of this, because like what the hell, dude? So the pen's on a on a top of a mailbox. A taxi drives by, hits the pothole, knocks the pen over. The dude drinking the tea is like, oh hey man, free pen. To be fair, they mention later in the episode uh, that pens are rare over here. Yeah. Because everything is on digital. Which is fair. Which is also um, incredibly stupid. You would still have pens. Like, yeah. Regardless of, of how digital the, things, the world is, you would still have, have pens. Coffee's super rare over here. Um, maybe also the like, ink for pens is gone? Who knows? No, because yeah. they still printed <laughs> shit everywhere. They still have newspapers. What do you mean? Yeah. Fuck you, David. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so dude gets up to get a pen. Messenger crashes into him. Um, and the woman doesn't notice that. She turns to see the commotion. Doesn't notice that the walk signal is gone. Doesn't check both ways and keeps walking. Or no, sorry, the bus driver is distracted. And yeah, the bus driver is distracted because there's this huge commotion. Because, yeah, bike messenger hits the, uh, hits the fruit stand. Um, yeah. And she just walks across the street, like, looking dead ahead and doesn't yeah. see the bus coming. And they do a really cool shot. Like, shout out to the stunt actors for this. Because it's uh, the dude who, like, kind of calculated all of this is walking towards the camera. And you see out of focus in the background the woman crossing and the bus hitting her and her going flying. I thought that was an amazing scene. Yeah. That's a like, really cool shot. But also like fringe special effects team and uh and stunt team. Insane work for just a TV show. But it's like insane. my main issue, like woman, yeah, you got the walk signal like a half second ago. Look a little bit to your left. And you'll see that bus is not slowing down for you. Yeah. But yeah, she's dead and that's her cold open and we're in we're in Red Universe. Ooh. Which which still has one of the one of the great just like makes me cringe every time I see it. Um words there cuz pandemic's in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. Makes me so also, happy every time. Also synesthesia, which is weird. Yep. 
Because that's not like fringe science. That's just a neurological condition. No, Charlie. Obviously, it's fringe related. <laughs> Someone on the fringe writing team is very prejudiced against people of synesthesia. <laughs> yep. Doesn't exist. This is a fringe event. Uh, anyhow, um, Olivia is back at fringe again um, for the first time since she... Went crazy has, and thought she was someone else. Yeah, since yeah, she has and, the memories of Bolivia. Well, no, she just is Bolivia. What do you mean? Um, yeah, this is like just that's what the this rest is, of the team thinks. This is just Bolivia and a day in a fringe division. Yeah, yeah, we're where just they joke cool about opposite universe. Yeah, they joke about free drugs and how much money they owe each other. And you're like, is this a drug deal or is this banter? <laughs> both. Why can't it be both? <laughs> I know if I was a drug dealer, I would have good banter. No one wants to exactly. kill you if you're funny. Man, it's and really... Oh, I'm just saying, it's really upsetting to see Charlie again. And just like... Wow. Rude. <laughs> <laughs> We're not even on a video call, David. <laughs> Sorry, it's really upsetting to see Francis again. Just like, hanging out and being cool with Olivia. Like... <laughs> just like, Is oh. it? They found, they found a way to bring him back. I I'm happy the actor's back. I just mean like it's like oh you died such a like horrible death and now you're just like uh and now yeah. you're gonna die again probably because you're the alternate universe <laughs> and we can't like you. There needs to be balance. Uh, but then uh, secretary or I guess alternate is talking to Colonel Broyles and Broyles is like hey what the fuck are you doing let her, letting her in a place like this? Like, she's not our Olivia, and there's a bunch of sensitive information she can get. And This, this is our first moment of red sauce um, of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> and Bishop's like, oh, we have no other option. Uh, she's, um, oh, she'll be so immersed in her new identity, she'll hit a plateau. The plateau. Ooh. Where the well, yeah. Bolivia... Uh, or I guess the Bolivian identity becomes permanent. Bolivian? <laughs> As being oh, of Bolivia. Yes. Uh, as we know, instead of, in, instead of the born identity on uh, the fringe universe, uh, we go to a country. And basically they're trying to control Olivia so they can jump universes um, easier and actually send people over without having to put them in a decontamination tank. Um, yeah. But they've already sent over shapeshifters and shit. Like, yeah, but shapeshifters yeah, but I, aren't human. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I... Uh, shapeshifters I, are better than human. Yeah, so, dude. So, 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 David, what they have sent over uh, are machines, which we've already seen. Like, Walter sent over, like, inanimate objects and things. Like, the shapeshifters are, are machines at the end of the day. Um, it, this, but this they're ties basically back into the whole, like, life. freaking. They're freaking Terminator machines, like cybernetic life forms. Like, yep. Um, I will say the yeah. thing that I really like about this explanation um, is my like my first thought when they like kidnap um, uh, Olivia and then just like insert Bolivia on the other side is just why don't you just send a shapeshifter over and just kill this Olivia? Um, and at the very least, they explain that that out of here, um, yeah. which was really nice. It's, they need they need her powers. Why don't they just yeah. send shapeshifters to kill and replace everyone? Don't have that many shapeshifters. Maybe it's super hard and expensive to send shapeshifters over. Like, the last one, when they said Thomas Strom Newton, like, it's implied he's been there for a while. Yeah. That's true. I probably, um, they, they probably, like, lose a country every time they send a shapeshifter. Just, like, just gets, like, eaten. 
Yeah, something like it's or maybe sending them over with their method weakens the walls and creates more fringe events on their side. Yeah. Like I'm sure you can come up with some hand wavy explanation. What I really want to talk about is Colonel Broyles pictures. Um, I don't know if this is poor set dressing or somehow smart character design, uh, but he just has a picture of a not entirely in-frame police department. Um, oh. Like, he's standing up at his desk, and I can't read it, but it's something police department, but you only get the DEP from department, and it's just it's a frame photo on his desk. Huh. And I'm, Maybe I'm that like, was his uh, police department when he was a police but there's officer. But no, there's no people in it. Like, there's yeah. no people in frame. It's just, like, this poorly taken photo of... Yeah, he only cares about the building. <laughs> That's yep. why I said maybe sneaky, good, maybe sneaky good character development. Can we talk about why everyone in the alternate universe it just looks, like, hotter? Like, why does Broyles <laughs> have his guns out just randomly? <laughs> <laughs> and, and Walternate is just in this nice suit all the time? Like, come on. <laughs> It's, it, it and then Olivia is also in like this tight white sweater, like at work. Like, what the hell, guys? <laughs> <laughs> that's not a that's not appropriate work attire. Pants and, and suits, Astrid's please. in a military uniform at all times. I don't know. <laughs> it's just like, why is everyone like <laughs> take, take that one how you universe? will? I guess I don't understand. It it is really funny. Um, the dress code is very <laughs> strange in the alternate universe, and it's amazing. Yeah um but yeah anyways they're like oh if we can't get this olivia to cooperate we'll just kill her easy done um and then the the fringe division team is off to hoboken because um a bus ran a red light and killed a woman which we saw in the opening or did we because it was the second one in two days and they're like oh the lookers flagged this because it's a statistical anomaly which i think is supposed to be Astrid was like math wrong. Well, it's the math weaponized autism. Yes. <laughs> it's the autism division. God, I feel, feel That's so bad what it is, though. I know, but you look at it, you're like, man, they're exploiting the shit out of these people. Yes. It's literally US government using autism to create weapons. It is weaponized autism. Yeah, they're just like, hmm, why would we make a supercomputer when we can just, you know, take these people? When we have one. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, um, uh, oh, where were we? Um, Olivia, Francis needs to, like, give himself, um, anti-bug injection, I think. Yep. So Olivia is talking, and the, uh, guy who was hit yesterday was a hospital caseworker who was on his way to work when he got hit. Um, and I think they were expecting more of a fringe event because they're pulling out oxygen bottles to use. Yep, yeah. Like, oh man, this is gonna be one of the terrifying ones. And then they're like, now this is like just a normal like crime scene, no oxygen necessary. So something about what they said, like the amber or something, the fringe zone lowers the oxygen quality. That yes. Makes it, that makes something have oxygen. On yeah, it. something in Hoboken means like somehow the oxygen gets sucked out of the air like it's just a, something in the area that you need to be aware of yeah it's just once another reason not to visit and lincoln <laughs> lincoln shows up and he is significantly less horrifying to look at still pretty yeah. horrifying but yeah it's not horrifying. great but it it's now better he's just a burn victim <laughs> yeah but hey 
Um, and he's still got his eight hours um, outside of the hyperbaric chamber that he's allowed. Um, and the, 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 I guess his care worker is just like, all right, you know, I need you back by now and like sets like a timer on him as well. It's great. Yeah. Got to get back in the nanite tank. Yep. Um, but yeah, you can yeah, see that they... he's definitely supposed to be the leader here. Yep. Yeah. Because he takes charge back. immediately. He doesn't have like a weird comb over anymore. Oh, that's true. No. Right. He looks, uh, once again, he looks hotter. <laughs> yeah, they do um, They do some good investigating. They get the name of the woman. The bus driver's like, I've never killed anyone before. And they're like, yeah, the expected of you being a bus driver. <laughs> I, I hit a pigeon once, and that was the worst thing ever. It's like, okay, and they're like, you're going to jail I, for that too. I would hope Pigeons you've are never endangered. hit a person before. <laughs> uh, but they, they run some scans, and it's like the in- environment's fine. There shouldn't be a fringe case. And then they find the ballpoint pen, and they're like, when's the last time you saw a pen? And they're like, maybe preschool. And Francis yeah, they're, like, they're all they, in They're not being made pen. anymore. Bullshit, they're not being made anymore. <laughs> Physical backups are always needed. Never trust your digital backups. Nah. Nah, they, they've already just made so many digital backups that they don't need a physical one anymore. <laughs> but yeah, everything's, um, they get the chain of events down. Um, and then Olivia sees Peter across the street, just yep. kind of staring at her. And you're like, oh, this isn't cool. Well, no, you're it's like, not... oh, shit, we've got, we've got the new John Scott of this side. Because it, <laughs> it's literally the same thing. Like I watched and I was like, God damn it, Olivia, stop having these fucking visions. yeah there's something wrong with olivia's brain chemistry after all of the um concussions and like mind melds she's had yeah she had like another person in her brain for a little while um and then when she stopped like liking that person and started you know having feelings for peter peter took over that mind spot i guess It's it's great. Olivia Olivia's way of knowing if she's like truly in love with someone is literally just, "All right, um can I see visions of you where you don't exist?" <laughs> yes. <laughs> Excellent. I guess I'm in love. <laughs> oh jeez. Yeah. Well, she goes back to her real boyfriend uh after deciding this might not be a French case but is definitely weird, which I don't know what that means. How do, do you are you handing this off to the cops? Give it a little bit uh, more of a classification. Nah, they're like fringe, uh, fringe this case is, side is... <laughs> this case is weird well your wife died in an accident sir you don't get insurance but it was Basically. a weird death so take solace in that <laughs> take solace in knowing that this was weird and a statistical anomaly here's oh, here's the pen that caused your death <laughs> no we need that for evidence <laughs> actually this is very expensive you can't have that you know how much these pens sell for jeez It'd be like enough to cover your cancer dollars. treatment. Well, bye. <laughs> yeah, Olivia goes back to her boyfriend, and she's like, hey, we're going to be able to hang out all week, right? And he's like, no, there is like a new smallpox outbreak, and I'm on call all week. So yeah, how was your first it's, day? <laughs> it's, it's great to know that, you know, um, in, this, in this universe, um, Texas is just denying a different virus. Um, oh. <laughs> was it Texas? It says out west. Nope, it's Texas. Yep, it is Texas. Maybe Texas is west. <laughs> Maybe Texas. <laughs> no, we've seen a map, though. In this we've yeah, hold on. Let me, go, map. let me go find the map. <laughs> no, I Texas don't think is not that, out west. I don't think Texas is west. Um, I'd be shocked if it was, and they kept that like kind. 
<laughs> like okay, but which which Texas is it? Ooh, which I think Texas they just say Texas. I could. I could well, go they're back lying because there is a North Texas and there is a South Texas. God damn. Uh, maybe it was all of Texas, just like how you no know, no one calls it North Carolina and South Carolina. It's just Carolina. Uh, yeah, South Carolina don't really like that. <laughs> no. <laughs> and North uh, Carolina doesn't like being called North Carolina because they think it insinuates it's cold. Yep. Wait, and what? that's and that's why people don't like them. Instead, it's just the fact that they're Carolinas. Yeah. No one wants to go to thing. Raleigh. That's Your hockey team sucks. That the, uh, they are terrible. Uh, <laughs> but hey. Anyways, um, besides the fact that there is a North and South Texas, one of whom has got 22 people with an outbreak uh, of smallpox. Uh, See, but uh, then he says fine. no one from Atlanta has called him yet. Yeah, because that's where the CDC is located. Um, it's the same in both. That doesn't CDC headquarters right. is, in, uh, is in Atlanta. Because um, okay. we learned, I think for the first time, that um, Bolivia's boyfriend is a virologist. Um, and a specialist is- on smallpox. Yep, because I guess it's because I guess it's still really big here. Uh, I mean, if they have an outbreak of it, I think yeah, twenty-seven cases. Yeah, that's 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 a big nothing, deal. David. Why are you shutting down the economy? <laughs> <laughs> I honestly believe if we had a smallpox outbreak, people would still be anti-mask. I would oh, lose my goddamn a mind. Thousand percent. <laughs> like. Uh, anyways um back back on track um because um bolivia's like boyfriend what's uh what's his name god uh frank whitey mcwayface um, yes um frank <laughs> frank is like don't worry though we don't have to think about that right now instead enjoy this avocado te- toast that i made for you uh <laughs> she's like this is why we're broke <laughs> she's like avocados do you know how much those cost <laughs> we need to start making coffee from home and stop eating avocado toast this is coffee. why we can't you pay off so my student f- loans <laughs> you mean fake coffee as well <laughs> yep. uh avocado avocado a great alternative to homo <laughs> but anyways uh and i want some avocados now <laughs> but olivia decides to tell her medical professional boyfriend that she's hallucinating um while conscious after having a mental breakdown <laughs> it's like, hey, I saw Secretary Bishop's son. Is that okay? And he's like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Was he naked? Like, <laughs> is, this, is this like a is this a medical question or a boyfriend is, question? Like, is his dick bigger than mine? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he's uh, like, did you yeah. tell anyone? And she's like, no. Did you tell it's- a doctor? I'm telling you. Like, it was my first day. I'm sure it was just nerves. I'm not crazy. Like, yeah. And he's like, hey, if this happens again, uh, you have to tell your boss. She goes, yeah, sure, I'll do that. <laughs> For sure. Um, and then yeah, let's Lincoln. Let's head back to Fringe. Yeah. Let's head back to good acting and not Frank Stanton. <laughs> Poor dude. I don't know Poor why. Dude. I just hate his face. <laughs> he's uh, very much John Scott then. He's well, no. He's a more attractive version of John Scott. Like, <laughs> is he more attractive than John Scott? I don't know. I, I think I like John. I'd Scott say more. so. Nah, nah. I like I like Frank Stanton more. Um, I gotta I gotta Google his face and look at it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, 
Lincoln's reviewing uh, footage and figures out that multiple people were distracted and that's what caused the accidents. So they go and bug um, Agent Farnsworth. And yeah, they're like, hey, um, what are the chances that you could kill someone setting off a chain of events, killing someone with a bus twice? And she goes, no. With, well, no, not just that, but with a ballpoint pen. Yeah, uh, and she's like, she's like, no. And they're like, what do you mean, no? She's like, I refuse the premise of your question. 0.000. Which like, I do mean, you really need the decibel places? <laughs> I mean, the yeah, fact she, that it happens means that it wasn't. Figures. Like, the fact that it happens means that it wasn't 0.00% Astrid. Like, well, no, no. Yeah. Um, the important thing is, is Astrid has significant <laughs> figures there. It could be 0.000001, um, ah. and Astrid would still be correct. <laughs> it just means that this guy has weaponized his autism better than Astrid. <laughs> There's no jealousy here whatsoever. Uh, it honestly and, sounds like, yeah, the, the vibe I got from Astrid was just like, I couldn't do it, therefore no one could do it. Yeah. <laughs> It's and very unfortunate for Astrid. She's yeah, she's like, it's impossible, and they're like, a third bus accident just happened. She's like, that motherfucker. <laughs> oh, Communicating no. this brilliantly by blinking by blinking very harshly. Um, but yeah, they go to the crime scene and um they're nobody's like there's dead. Yeah, nobody's dead. Um and Olivia's trying to help someone up when she notices the ballpoint pen, and so they start looking around and Olivia um Olivia notices the dude standing on like a overpass bridge and so Looking real sus yeah so he just grabs um he grabs some dude's bike he's like a a delivery guy cuz he's got a whole bunch of chinese food in the back he just grabs his bike and chucks it onto the highway yep <laughs> and then stands and, there doesn't run stands there yeah so and Olivia's fucking... like got a gun drawn on him and well it's, it's it's important to note that while that's happening the ambulance that is coming to take care of these people murders someone yes uh, just beans yeah. a person in the face and kills them <laughs> and then um he like a he, uh, another van like swerves to get around the chinese food he just threw over the bridge and then he jumps underneath it and like <laughs> sits down and like crosses his leg very sassily and like puts his arms up like, what you gonna do? <laughs> well, it's well, yeah, and Olivia great. then just doesn't shoot him. Uh, it's the important thing to note here. Yeah. The expert marksman. It's, it's, I, I love that scene as well, though. He, he, the, the actor for this is really great because he looks so smug as he's, as he's riding off on the top of this van. Well, it's also the entire time where you're watching and you're like, he's not really conveying emotion. And then he does this out of nowhere and acts super smug, and you're like, oh, so he's an asshole, too. And you get it. Yep. You get it in, like, two seconds. This guy a, was a really good choice for this role. It was a fun character he's playing. Because then he, he gets home. Or, uh, sorry, first. They have to put Lincoln back in the, uh, his heel Back tube. into the box you go, Lincoln. Uh, it's been eight <laughs> hours. We'll bring you back when we can pay you. <laughs> <laughs> And Lincoln's um, like, as he's being shoved into this tube, he's like, wait, 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 don't look on how they were attacked, look on why they were attacked. Like, what, why is so, would someone be trying to kill these three people? And yeah. uh, we find out the dude has a home and a sister, because he gets back, 
and um she's like where the fuck have you been all day like i haven't been able to contact you and um he like rambles about fluid dynamics stuff only nerds know just just the worst uh, yeah. i would like to really quickly bring bring this back to the hyperbaric chamber because like i'm expecting it's going to be like a room or something that they've made that's like pressurized for him now they just like sh- like shove him in like a like glass tube yeah, yeah it's a they, new age iron lung he, yeah and that's where he has to live for 16 hours minimum a day and probably for the first like couple like the, the first month or two wasn't actually allowed out um i assume they had him in like a like <laughs> medical coma or something i don't think he's actually conscious I yeah, I mean like just aerosolize some morphine and shove that in there with me and we'll be good to go. They're um they're they're really, really against doing that because you lose like so much like muscle mass and yes, like, but so also much body this is a fringe universe where the That's thing fair. heals his burns <laughs> with nanite technology. I'm sure that'll be fine. Fine. <laughs> when I saw this I was terrified by it. I was like, oh my god, that looks like the worst thing ever. Yeah. If you just look from like his the amount of his burn heals from this episode to the last, obviously this tube is magic. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it definitely is magic. Uh, but but yeah. I think we I think we find out the guy's name is Milo at this point, mm. and his sister is Madeline. Madeline's like, hey, I'm going to, uh, I'll like report you if you don't like start checking in with me more often. He's like, no, you won't. Your, your behavior patterns indicate you're a big pussy. <laughs> and she starts like saying stuff, and he starts saying it along with her. And he's like, "You're Fucking super pussy observer bullshit." Yeah. And so she's like, "Oh, really? You like talking at the same time with me? Well, here's a horse." Yeah. And she pulls Look up a little horse, horse figure, and he's like, "Oh, that seems kind of rough," and it's. Uh, like the mom had the horse and was like, Milo, this is so you know you're loved. Here's a horse. And I'll be like, I would kill people too if my mom only showed me she loved me with a horse. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> it is real there, fucking weird as well. Like, it's just a little figurine of a horse. Yeah. But um, he powers through, the autism wins, and he's just like, that means nothing to me now. <laughs> I don't show emotions anymore or feel I've, I've gone full on data from Star Trek. Ha ha ha. <laughs> and then they, they mention, she's like, oh, it was a mistake to sign you up for the drug trial. So he wasn't born like this. Maybe it's Maybelline or uh, untested drugs. But probably Maybelline. Yeah, which might also blanket cover Maybelline. You don't know if they're testing that eyeshadow. I I think they are, and I think that's what people are complaining about because they do animal <laughs> testing. <laughs> that's fair. But yeah, um, let's head back to the fringe team at this point. Um, after getting that little uh nice tidbit, tidbit. Um, and fuck, we're heading to the hospital at this point, the DoD hospital. Yes. Oh no, Olivia. Uh, um, no, that was before. There's, there's like one, um, there's one witness that they've seen, or that they know of, but, um, it's a, it's a child, but they can't interview them. Right. It's that interview thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
And so, like, uh, Francis gives up on the interview. And then he's like, okay, you get the next witness. Or I think there's more than one witness. They're just going through and calling the witnesses. Yeah. And Olivia yeah. starts to set up the call. And they're like, hey, what's your code? And Olivia's like, what, when the fuck do we need a code? And Francis is like, since last month, don't you remember? And Olivia's like, well, maybe not all the head trauma I had. <laughs> you know, I, I, was, I was literally, like, thought I was a different person for a little while. It was weird. And you can see the gears turning in Francis' head because of the conversation he had with Lincoln earlier asking, like, hey, what if it is the alternate Olivia or something? So he starts, like, asking some leading questions about their past, like, experiences, obviously faking some stuff. Yeah. And she's just like, well, um, like, what was it? Like, oh, do you remember the time we were at, like, Coney Island? Coney Island, yeah. And, like, you threw up on that person? And this is just like, I do, but you were the one who threw up, not me. And Charlie's like, ah, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> and it's real <laughs> awkward. <laughs> yeah. Do you ever, do you guys not just bring up random events that happened way in the past to verify your friends aren't, haven't been replaced by imposters? No, not yes. really. Hey, David, <laughs> do you remember that time we built a pillow fort? It was a box fort. Thank you very much. Okay, you're clean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we should just start doing that on a regular basis. <laughs> but not to each other, like just to our like mutual friends. Yeah. <laughs> Till eventually. Uh, the problem is is at some point we're gonna start like accidentally gaslighting them with it. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like that's, is gaslighting that's, that's bad the long-term if it's an problem with that plan. <laughs> Nick, what what's gaslighting? What what is that? I've never heard that term before. So, gaslighting um is when uh you tell someone the truth and they don't believe you. Oh, okay. Oh, we should start doing that all the time. <laughs> yes. Uh but yeah, um Olivia finally kind of notices a connection. Um while they're like reviewing all these like case files and things, uh, and it's like, oh shit, they all had this um, like relationship or this relation with um, what was it, Yvonne uh, Medical Group, some yeah. sort of big um, medical group, yeah, yeah, yes, Ivan Medical Group. No, it's Yvonne. I V O N. Ivan. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so they end up going down to interview or sort of investigate at the medical place. And they're like, the doctor, Dr. Levin, is like, oh, yeah, we were trying to help um, people with, like, mental disabilities by trying to boost their intelligence with these, like, drugs. Um, and we were, uh, what we do is we normally give it, see if their intelligence has gone up, and then uh, if it has, uh, we let them out to go, like, experience life, and then we take them back to, then we, like, get them back and we reduce their intelligence back to normal, or back to what it was. And Olivia's like, well, that explains motive then. <laughs> uh, it's also important to note at this time that we, we see a bunch of the mental patients um, working with these exact same ballpoint pens. Uh, Ooh. You like, think he would have been smart enough not to use them. those pens if that was such a unique <laughs> thing, right? Like, why are you the even using card. ballpoint pens? Like, why wouldn't you find innocuous objects from, like, the scene? This is way cooler. Uh, <laughs> it also, also, he's taken enough of those shots that um, his brain needs to think harder, and he can't just like use something that would naturally be in the scene. He's got to like add his own flair to it. 
the simple answer is he's still autistic. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but <laughs> that Dr. might have to be believed. <laughs> no, that's why. Probably. Doctor Eleven then explains that all of the three victims um, were the people sort of who were in charge of getting um, Milo back and re- like lowering his intelligence. Like, one of them was the main doctor who was supposed to, like, do it and in charge. And then when they died by that freak accident, the second doctor, or the second person was like, okay, I'll take charge of this and I'll do it. Then they died. And then the third person was the person who was going to be put in charge next, but they hadn't even told them yet. Like, which is, um, means that he's getting smarter, which is not great. So, um, Charlie and Olivia decide to go talk to Madeline, Milo's sister. And be like, hey, um, your brother's killing people. <laughs> you know, do that whole, like, have you heard from him? Where is he? That kind of shit. But on their way over, we cut to see uh, Milo watching them creepily. Yeah. All and then we get, he's like, found a... his next targets because they're yeah. trying to take his intelligence away. Yep. And then we get, like, a. Um, a limitless scene where he's, like, doing calculations in his head. And he's like watching Olivia and it like splits to different possibilities. Which is awesome. Guys, Limitless was such a good show. I'm so sad it only got one season. It was a genuinely good show. Unfortunate. But hey, um, he does his like incredible sequence and then like walks away. He's, 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 done some, uh, he, he's done some brain thinking. Brain thinking. I mean, I guess. <laughs> I don't have a better explanation for that. <laughs> so yeah, they talk to Madeline. They get a whole like soppy backstory and all that shit, and it's really just boring nonsense for this episode. <laughs> David skipped over this entire scene. He's like, I don't need this emotional bullshit. I just want to see more cool, like limitless scenes. Yeah, none of it matters. <laughs> but um, eventually, she gives them like, or Madeline gives Olivia and Charlie like a letter. That was like, oh yeah, he, uh, he gave me a goodbye letter and then also told me to give this to you. Um, and it was essentially a letter asked, telling them to meet at a certain location. Um, then Olivia and Charlie end up going and like, man, should we go or shouldn't we? He probably thinks that we won't go, but what if he doesn't think that we will go? And so they call Astrid <laughs> to start talking about it. And then she goes on, yeah, but if, if he predicts that you predict that he predicts that you predict... It's just in that circular. They, uh, they, they, start, they start to do some five D five D chess bullshit, where it's just like, yo, um, let, let's start thinking way too many moves into the future, past, and other presents. <laughs> so uh, we know that he knows, but does he know that we know that he knows? Because if he does, then we know that he knows that we know that he knows. Um, but yeah, uh, they eventually Olivia's like, fuck it, uh, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna go. Um, you know what 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 are we going to do that's going to lead us to him if we don't go here um so they end up going um and of course yeah. he's he's sitting at a at a high up perch so that he can see them arrive um and starts doing even more brain things oh um, he oh god he, what's what's the jimmy neutron quote what's the jimmy neutron thing blast? yes <laughs> What? I didn't even watch Jimmy Neutron. I was just—I'm pretty sure I've heard someone say that before. Do you guys not watch Jimmy Neutron? No. I didn't have like cable TV really growing up. Or, yeah, like, no, it, wasn't, it wasn't on cable. It was on YTV. 
Yes, that's cable. Yeah, that was cable, dude. I David, don't count that. That's that not as, over the air. <laughs> I don't count that as cable. That was the lowest package. Yeah, on David. cable. David. I watched, I watched mostly fucking TVO because that was, you know, free and off the air. <laughs> Yo, WB Kids every Saturday morning. Hell yeah, dude. Jackie Chan Adventures, my man. Oh, Jackie Chan Adventures is a great show. How many seasons does Jackie Chan Adventures have? All of them are good, though, so we can't talk about it. Yeah, that's when we become um, four seasons at a funeral, but the funeral is awake. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, dude always- gets some... Do get some visions, and he's like, cool, they're going to chase me down this alley. Olivia's going to pull out an oxygen tube, because if she doesn't, she won't be able to breathe. And I'll be able to kill her with this wall of cinder bricks, because it's construction area. And he's like, cool, got it, four o'clock. And then that exact stuff starts to happen. Ooh. They Uh, spot him at four o'clock, and they start chasing him, and he goes down into the construction zone. Um... And he reconfirms his visions, like, yep, I'm going to kill this bitch. Um, and he... Also, did you guys catch the poster in the background for this? No. no. It's a really good poster. Here, what one was... sec, let me post it. Um, okay. keep, Anyhow, keep so Olivia is chasing him through this industrial area. And uh, they get to the point where, for some reason, air turns off. And you need to pull out your oxygen tubes. But... If you remember from like the second scene in the show, Broyles complains that Olivia's actions in the field are unpredictable. So much so that it's not baked into her reflexes that she needs to pull out that oxygen tube. So she keeps chasing the dude and actually brings him down. And he's like, what? How the fuck? This doesn't make sense. You need... <laughs> what? You should be dead. What the fuck? He does have a great line, which is like, man, that wasn't supposed to happen as he gets yeah. tackled. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but Olivia does fall over because she didn't do the oxygen. So she's starting to like die <laughs> from that. And he's like, oh, maybe, maybe I will get away. And then Francis shows up and kneecaps him. <laughs> yeah. And he's also, like, I'll shoot you posted. again if you move. Oh, dial 711 to report anomalies. Wow. Well, no, be vigilant. Dial 711 to report, report anomalies. And it's Beer to go? Beer to go, eh? Ooh, ooh, that's yeah, my really, kind of thing. I, I, I think it, um, the the whole like seeing eye for the fringe division as well is uh, it's uh, quite the little like visual there. Really playing up the Big Brother stuff. Oh yeah, the the show me's really uh, really active here. But yeah, yeah. So they haul him away, and Francis is like, "Hey, uh, why the fuck did you?" not pull out your oxygen tube when you saw the air quality alert don't you know the protocol you saw the amber triangle you need oxygen and he's like but i know why i know why you did it you're a daredevil (laughs) and olivia's just like yep totally that's why (laughs) you're a maverick and yeah yeah, and she's like i don't know why i did it but i'll do better i promise we won't have this issue again. Now I remember that this is Aang. <laughs> and we got him. Yup. And then we get, like, the fucking stupidest lines in the whole show. This is such a nonsense sequence. That's just this garbage. Is so, so they bring Madeline in to see her brother, and he's, like, at a table doing, like, super complex equations on something. 
and um Madeline's like, Can I go see him? And Olivia's like, Oh, sorry. Um, we can't rehab him. The drugs have been in his system too long, and he is permanently super ultra smart. He's actually so smart that he can't verbalize what he thinks anymore. He, the, the way he thinks is beyond our comprehension. Now, only the computer can understand it. <laughs> Which means it's not above your comprehension if you can build a translator. <laughs> if you've built a computer that can speak to him, then you can speak to him. <laughs> Unless what this implies is Fringe also has rampant, a rampant AI problem. <laughs> yeah. Like... <laughs> Fringe has hit their singularity. It was just an okay one. But hey, let's let's move away from the stupid scene and instead go talk to Brandon again. Uh, Yay, Brandon! He's I like this version of Brandon better because he's not autistic. Oh, he is. David. It's just also weaponized. <laughs> this Brandon seems not as crazy as our Brandon, though. <laughs> this is this is the main difference. This is where our fringe universe has diverged. In one, the U.S. government went, "Wait, you say there's people who don't know how to socialize, but they're incredibly smart. Hire them all." And ours, where they went, put them in institutions. Uh, that's the sure, difference are we sure about which universe we want to be a part of here well <laughs> there's a strong possibility David might have a better job in Red Universe also everyone's hotter over there which is always great <laughs> seriously what the hell <laughs> even Brandon looks better yeah, it's really weird. Yeah, Maybe that's, because, they have... that's because Brandon doesn't live in his in the lab in this office <laughs> or in this world. Maybe they just Walter, have better Walter lighting Economy, in yeah. the other universe. <laughs> <laughs> in general, like the sun is also, lit better. <laughs> but yeah, they um, Walternate and Brandon have uh, a little discussion about um, yeah everyone who's like sits in this chair that we're like performing the tests on like freaks out and they're, they're like super stressed. Um, so like I can't actually get accurate reading. And Walter was like, oh, simple. Uh, just just go make one of those sensory deprivation tanks. Um, and Brandon's like, ah, yes, the artificial womb, which will naturally calm them down. <laughs> yeah. And then, God, what are, what, are the, what are the better lines of the episode where Brandon's like, damn, it's it's so cool. Like, it's it's too bad you don't get to, like, do, do stuff in the lab anymore. And Walter's like, no, I just have a much bigger lab now. Ooh. <laughs> Like, uh-oh. <laughs> and Brandon's like, he has no control subjects. This is an incredibly unsterile environment. He's a bad scientist. <laughs> Surely nothing he does will be easily reproducible. It would fail peer review immediately. Reason why Walternet doesn't publish. Yeah. <laughs> and we go back um, to Olivia's apartment, and Frank, thank God, is going away. By the way, oh, David, he is, what was your, he's uh, going what was to your North Texas. Between Frank and John. Sorry, what? what Who's hotter, Frank or John? Frank John? Oh, uh, definitely John Scott. Interesting. Really? Yeah. Frank's got the better hair. Frank's hair is better. Because he has some. <laughs> <laughs> but Frank is going to North Texas to deal with the smart, smallpox outbreak. And yep. he, he'll be gone those, for a while. Oklahomans. He's also yeah. an insane lunatic because he only started packing after he called the taxi. <laughs> Yeah, the man's a monster. <laughs> so the man should be hung. <laughs> like, what do you, What do you mean? He has attachment issues, so his suitcase is always packed. 
<laughs> but, and he just tells Olivia that he packs after the uh, after he's called the taxi. But he's literally putting shit in the, like it's, I can't believe like I ugh, it's nonsense. Yeah. But it's okay because as soon as he leaves, Olivia has another hallucination, and this time it's auditory as well. Because Peter's like, "Hey, I know why you didn't die. He couldn't predict your actions. You didn't know to stop for oxygen because you've never had to before. You didn't know the protocol." And Olivia's like. Um, this isn't real. And she's like, yeah, sure it's not. But I was still gonna kiss you. Ooh. And she kisses him back. And it's like, <laughs> every single time we talk about these scenes where like someone's hallucinating, it's like, what is the other person seeing? We actually see that. Because Frank comes back and Olivia is like, lips, like just freshly kissed. eyes, So head up, eyes closed. And Frank's like, the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you making out with the ghost? <laughs> and he's like, are you okay? And she's like, yep, just gonna miss you. Not gonna make out with my ghost boyfriend. <laughs> and he's like, cool, I'll call you when I get to Texas. Yeah, and Olivia this is definitely is, not weird. <laughs> yeah, Olivia's kind of freaked out over the fact that she's hallucinated twice in one day. And now uh, the fair, only times, sane per- we, we missed the we didn't talk about the Walter hallucination in the mental institution. Oh um, yeah, when they go to the mental institution, she sees a Walter. Yep, <clears throat> and it's and very that- much just season one again. Uh, yeah, yeah, and Olivia's kind of freaked out over the visions, and the one guy who would force her to like confess she's having visions is conveniently gone. Yep. Huh. It's fine. Yeah. Um, the observer was on the pedestrian overpass when Milo threw the Chinese food over onto the freeway, which now I really, really want some like broccoli beef. Oh, I want Chinese food. Oh, and I got barbecue duck today for brunch. Oh, you motherfucker. Oh, I wish there was a nations near me. (laughs) (laughs) There Uh, is the, the, um... I may may just have to order from that like good Chinese food place that was, that was near us, David. Um, Yeah. Are they still the reason open? you could tell it was yes. <laughs> okay. The reason you could tell it was a good Chinese food place was because I was the only white person in there when we went. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. 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 That's how you know. Uh, good. The in, in uh, Guelph of all. <laughs> the glyph for this episode was breach, which I guess there's breaches on that side of the fringe universe. Olivia's old memories are beginning to breach. Yada yada yada. Breach of protocol. All the words. Yeah. And hey, um, guess what, David? Um, your favorite part is back. Oh, fuck yay! <laughs> oh okay. man. Okay, this one's this, decent. This one's decent. This one is decent. Um, I want to see what you're gonna guess uh, because you're never gonna guess He's, this one. But uh, yeah, no, I want to just see. tell. <laughs> just oh, tell me. Fine. All right. Literally, so, no way he would get this one. So, so David, do you remember back to last episode when there was a guy named Blake? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna start with that. So outside of Blake's building, there was a utility door. Okay. And spray painted on that utility door were the words, the pen is mightier. Um this is foreshadowing to the fact that yeah, no, nope, um pens sure killed a lot of that people. Fringe did this, or did that graffiti <laughs> just exist? 
<laughs> I don't care, David, because this one's legitimately like three people die from a pen in this episode. Yes, but I don't believe that Fringe, the t- production team, are doing these anymore. I think these are just <laughs> coincidence and being found by crazy fans. I no, I think I, I think like this, this one. Well, we we've seen them edit in or actually do graffiti before. Yes. So it's not yeah, the the to sleep uh, perchance to dream nipple. Do you yeah. have do you have a picture of the graffiti so I can tell if it just was graffiti that existed? No, the uh, like the, the uh, image on yeah, the Wikipedia is dead. It was not a. Uh, oh yeah. okay. You can you right. can go to the page the web page if you'd like. Um, right, it's a dead wiki. I always forget. <laughs> it is a, it is in fact a dead wiki. I, I always forget where necromancers reviving a dead wiki. <laughs> Oh dear. Uh we might not have access to Fringepedia for uh next episode. Was I don't think there are any relevant captures. Oh no. All oh, mine no, just say there right. is currently no text in this page. <laughs> All right, oh, Charlie, no. we've got some homework for next week, I guess. Oh boy. <laughs> Man, that's a really good sign for how forgettable that episode is. Yeah, yeah this not, one's not a great that's episode. That's not promising for next episode. <laughs> the fact hey, that um, there's no Fringepedia entry. But hey, uh, let's let's get under ratings for this episode. Ah, uh, this was uh, a fun episode. This is like Rube Goldberg decided to kill a man several times. I love the Rube Goldberg kill killing scenes. They were super cool. I just wish there was yeah. more of them. Yeah. That could um, be like an entire um, like TV show. Is just this. Yeah. Uh, it's but like yeah, this like is... was. <laughs> was it? Well, no, but yeah. um, Limitless at least sort of takes a. Well, it at least takes the brain side of things, like the, yeah. the whole. Yeah. But specifically, I want the Rube Goldberg like killing. I guess that's kind of like MacGyver, but MacGyver was more like no. MacGyver shit. was. I have a stick of gum. I built a nuke. Yeah. This one is like, I drop a pen, this person dies. Like, the seeing the process of it was fun. Um, the rest of it is kind of weak. Like, the B-plot's kind of eh. So, really? I actually, I actually kind of liked the B-plot in this episode, because it, it was very much just, like, probing, like, probing Olivia and, like, trying to see if she's actually going to be uh, part of this. And, like, yeah. I thought it was a like, better B-plot out of them. So, hey, we got something to I'm... disagree on, finally. I, I'm gonna give this one like a three. Huh. Plot was think, fun, uh, but like eh, eh. everything no, else was I'm kind of a four. Kind of I'd, weird. I would go back and rewatch this. This would be an episode that I go back and just rewatch because it was a fun episode. So I'm gonna give this a four. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with Nick with it at a four. I really like this episode. I like it. It it doesn't have the like biggest plot relevance or anything like that. But and like but like that shouldn't like affect the rating too much. Yeah. Um, and it was it's just a okay. Episode, three like, three and a half. Then that's fair. No. You you stick with your three. You, stop you stop stick trying to your to... guns. <laughs> Fuck you, Charlie. Don't get peer pressured, <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> Are you peer pressuring me to not fall for peer pressure? Yes. Stop it. <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah. Who's uh, on outro duty? Oh, I am. Mailbag. The mailbag is empty. We've received nothing. Um. As always, please stop downloading over there. Where on the stair, please? Nah, For the sake of it. my sanity. 
Everyone download um, Fox in the Box with the Socks, please, <laughs> instead, so we learn if uh, just rhyming names is truly the uh, um, is the pathway to victory and success in the podcasting world. Um, otherwise, thank you guys so much for uh, listening and um, checking out our podcast. If you liked what you heard, please feel free to give us a like or review on your podcasting service of choice, be that iTunes, Google Play, uh, Spotify, Amazon Alexa, Google Home, whatever weird shit you're using, a VLC stream, just RSS feed connected to Bodbean, (laughs) sure, yeah, if you hook that up. Who does that, first of all, nowadays? Um. Yeah, uh, if you want, you can reach out to us as well on our Gmail, which is uh, forsaf at gmail.com, or you can also tweet us at forsaf. I know I haven't tweeted and tweet- tweeted at all in a while, but that's because I've been lazy. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Outro. The theme music for Four Seasons and a Funeral is Algorithms by Chad Crouch and is licensed under a attribution non-commercial 3.0 Creative Commons license. <laughs>